Just because we quickly are going to do a halacha, we're not going to get into the details of the halacha. Um, you're not allowed to praise, we're on day 37, page 99. You're not allowed to praise someone in a way that could cause him financial harm. Avi Rosenberg, this is a made-up name, lent you a large sum of money. You're not allowed to announce this publicly. Why? Because this may cause throng, throngs of people to flock to Avi's door in the hope of being the recipient of his generosity. Interesting. However, if someone asks you specifically, do you know who would lend me money, then you may mention Mr. Rosenberg's name. However, you should add, please don't publicize this. If you know the person is the type who will not heed your words, then you will not be able to answer him. Very interesting. Alacha, I'm not asking questions. I'm sorry, Rizev. That is the halacha, maybe tomorrow. We'll deal with more questions on that. So again, it's so ironic, not ironic, it's a chiddish to say that uh, we're not going to go ahead and publicize that someone lends money, even though you would think, what's the big deal? I'm giving uh, this Mr. Rosenberg a big schus to lend money, and says the Chavetz Chaim that even that is considered Lashon Hara because you could cause him financial harm. Okay, I'm sure a lot of us have questions. Uh, not the forum for us to ask those questions right now, as we want to begin with our guest, uh, not really guest, but sort of guest speaker for today, which I'm going to give a little bit of an introduction to uh, Rav Simcha Rabba. And the introduction, the introduction goes like this. The introduction, then I'm going to join, to join everyone. The introduction is like this, uh, about... I might not be telling the story exactly right, but I'll try. About three years ago? Three years ago, around this time. Yeah, Mamish. Mamish right now, about three years ago. So Sukharaba came over to me, and he's talking to me about some training or this. Uh, I was like listening with half an ear, which sometimes I do, um, unfortunately. Um, and I was like, yeah, whatever. He's got to do training, this thing. IFS, I don't know, IFS, I don't even think I heard the word IFS, and we're schmoozing, I'm like, whatever, whatever, and then we got into it a little bit, and I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about, and then he explained something to me, and I'm like, what, sounded very weird, sounded like funny feeling to me, and then he's like, he's doing this training, he was in the training, and I'm like, wow, this sounds very cool, like, would you... Would you, uh, would you maybe do some training on me? Um, and we're like, like, if you want to use it to help out guys, and I'm not sure if I said this, but something like, well, let's see what it is. I don't know. I never heard of it in my life. Even though it was around for a while, I never heard of it. It's like, okay, I think we said let's try it. Again, I'm probably missing out a lot of different details. So... Um, so I'm like, he's like, yeah, great, so let's try it. So we tried it, and we went out over here to the forest over there for our first uh, IFS thing, and it was, well, first I like listened to some podcasts on it, I was like, this is so weird. Sorry that I'm saying that. It was like very, very weird. What, what could this be? Anyway, how many, a year and a half later, I think, yeah, a year, year and a half. A yeah. year, a year later, I'm still, I mean, not now, I'm not seeing Simcha Rabba anymore, 
I spent a year with Simcha Rabbah because I was so intrigued and so blown away by the IFS and how much it helped me. And one of the things, and I'll end off with this and then I'll let Simcha Rabbah go, you know, Rup Simcha, Rup Simcha Bunim, from, I think it's Rup Simcha Bunim from Pshiska, said something that I saw maybe 30 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, maybe 20, 25 years ago, probably. And he said, he said that, that, um, that a, a person, um, he said, you know who's in Gullus? This is what he said. He said, you know who's in exile? Who's in Gullus? He said, he said, the I is in, the Ani is in Gullus. That's what he said. That's the line. I always used to, I always used to quote, right? It's a good shot. Right? I always used to quote, uh, I think it was Rapsim Chabunim, one of the tzaddikim said, who's in Gullus? The Ani is in Gullus. I mean, it was something very powerful. I felt like, why? Just Pashat Shah, without getting into IFS, that's what Rapsim Chabunim is going to present today, is because I felt like, like everyone talks about being in exile and being, you know, amongst the nations and losing the identity of what, what, uh, what the Jewish people are. And then I realized that that's not really the problem that we have. The problem that we have is we have lost the sense of who we are. That's how I understood it on a simple level. Like we don't really know who the true me is and we spend our life trying to find out who the real, you know, I remember in, in uh, elementary school, we had a play, an Abe Lincoln play. Maybe some of the older Hebrew used to do this also. Maybe it's like a known play. And they used to say, well, the real Abe Lincoln, I don't know why I remember this. Please stand up. There was like a, oh, sorry. What was this? What is this? What was it? What is this? Okay, so that so good. So there you go. Now we know where you got it. Right, that's right. Well, I that, that came afterwards. So Shady's after Abe Lincoln, right? and after my uh, after my after my uh, uh, elementary school. So it was well, the, So that's where. Yeah, exactly. You thought he was machadish. See, you see, he's not a machadish either. So what's the shot? It hit me very deep because it's like I think we all we all are trying to find ourselves. Everyone tried to find themselves. And one of the things that came up through IFS, I'm not saying it's shot in what the tzaddik said, but it definitely was something very, um, very powerful in one of the techniques and one of the yesodos of IFS, that there's an exile. There's a child who's in exile. I'm not going to take over your shear over here. There's somebody who's been exiled. Is that the way it works? There's a child who's exiled. And when you tap in and you find that child, you could bring him a redemption. You could bring him a gula. And, uh, and it's true. Anyone who's been through IFS, I'm going to say this very strongly, that anyone who's in therapy, therapy is, is, a, is a great tool to help you learn who you are. And there are different stages in your life that you'll be in different stages of therapy. Um, unless somebody really at some point is going to go through IFS and really um, get to his exiles and really, really unburden, which Rav, I'm sure might talk about today more, um, you're really missing a big part of, no pun intended, you're missing a big part of, of who you are. Because, you know, 
it, it's it's I should say, which means been there, done that. And with many people, I know when you begin therapy, a lot of therapists can be focused on just one side of you. Like they can be focused on the cognitive, on your intellectual side. They can be focused on on your emotional side. And I think one of the things that that IFS really is very powerful. Um, and I would say at some point in your life to try it, no matter how old you are. Especially if you're older, I would do IFS because when you're younger, sometimes it's just about getting, you know, getting out of bed and just being a, you know, functional person. But um, but uh, with the Binyamin principle, IFS works beautiful because it really gets down to the root of of the problem, um, and and it heals in a very deep way. It's very healing. I think that's really what IFS does. Um, and without further ado, I have to publicly thank Ripsim Karaba because Ripsim Karaba um, actually found together with me um, one of my exiles um, that was a Chiddush and I never knew I had this, uh, this exile and that exiled kid is, has had more of a gula, has had a, a, uh, a gula in schus of Ripsim Karaba. And not only am I not embarrassed to say that Ripsim Karaba did IFS on me, and he's helped me. I'm proud to say that, and I'm proud to say that Mliyayin Hara, Ripsim Karaba, uh, helps a lot of the Chavra here. He helps a lot of people, besides being an amazing Rebbe, uh, but he is also a healer. He really is someone who heals. Besides that, you guys might not even know this. Ripsim Karaba, I don't know if you know this, Rabbi Eisenberg, Simcha Rabba, you know that he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even just Anakul. He could Mahesh be... We, we, one day, we have a, a shtibel here. I mean, we have a shtibel here, but I'm saying if we have a real shtibel, and we have a real rabbish kite, and see, if you really want to get Shiraim someone and say, Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu, so not, you can, no one can just show up and be a Rebbe about Shiraim. You could try and do that, but you'll be... You'll be... Uh, D... D You'll be defrauded or you'll be frauded out. They'll be like, you can't just, you gotta have blood, you gotta have the genes, the blood to be a Rebbe, a Rebbe. So Reb Simcha Rabbe has the blood to be a Rebbe. He's a Ben Achar Ben. You know what that means? That means his father's 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 father, like one, his last name is Spira, which is the Bnei Saskar, one of the greatest uh, Rebbe's of all history time. And he literally could be the, what would we call him? Simcha Rabba. The Simcha Rabba Rebbe. <laughs> That's good. The Simcha Rabba Rebbe, you can get kugel from him, you can get a bracha from him, and he could heal you even without IFS. He could just roll his eyes, wave his hands, go ahead and go, uh, a blessing on your head, a blessing on your head. And we would go ahead and we'd go, did you see him look at me? He looked at me. And he'd say, L'chaim, and all that stuff. So, Mir Tzashem, Simcha Rabba, Dereba, Yishmi to heal many people in your life. And thank you very much for being part of this yeshiva. See, last week we did a Last week, last week we... Rav Nachman with, with the Rebbe of Shimon of Eisenberg. Now we're doing 
uh, IFS with the Rebbe of Sumcharabash. Go ahead. Just to, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to spend too much time on background, but I do want to take the opportunity that um, Rabbi Fisher uh, gave me, because uh, he's right, like I, I brought it up to him and it was like, okay, you think it's going to be good for the guys, then, you know, go run with it, the ability that Rabbi Fisher has to like just give people that belief, and um, just quickly, like I've been involved in a lot of trainings, Baruch Hashem, in the past year, and I'm actually going to be involved in a training um, this week, on Wednesday, actually. And, um, and I recently, because of the limitations that not having credentials gives me, so because I want to like spread the, you know, the idea of IFS in a mental health way, not in a Torah way, so I can't use my rabbi hat to get into yeshivas. I, I need to use my therapist hat, but my therapist hat is lacking because I never got a master's degree in psychology. I, o- I only did the IFS training. So in talking to Rabbi Fisher a lot and having him like really, you know, tell me like, I'm crazy, like, you got to do it, you got to, you know, make, get a name for yourself, go, you know, spread the word. Um, so I decided to do it. When I got into the college program, one of the professors, like, they were like, what are you doing? Like, they, could, they couldn't wrap their heads around, like, how did you get in, how are you teaching, and how are you teaching other therapists, how are you doing this? And um, I think that that's something that Rabbi Fisher, like, really like pumped up like as I came to a lot of the missiles of Sharms like don't have that glass ceiling like yes like it doesn't make sense like it really doesn't like I'm in a week on Wednesday I'm going to be sitting with you know a bunch of therapists and and teaching them the model like how did I get to be a PA it's a level two training by the way not level one anyway yeah my first one so um so how is that so like take the opportunity so I just want to thank Rabbi Fisher for helping me like realize that like I speak to my wife about it all the time. Like, there's no way that I would have ever dreamed of like taking a course like that's literally presented as a trauma therapy, which I was like so scared of. Like, I remember being in yeshiva in the old base medrash, and a certain guy opened up to me about a certain trauma, and a part of me, the first thing I still remember this, the first thing it said was like, try to figure out how to get away. Like, try to figure out how to get away. I, I couldn't, I couldn't even hear like what the guy was sharing. So it definitely, Baruch Hashem, helped me as a, a Rebbe figure just to be able to hear what people are sharing. But um, don't, don't let the glass ceiling stop you. Thank you, Rabbi Fisher, Mamish. Like, it's, it's crazy. Then that, that, that's just what I want to start with. The second thing, which I think is really important, is like, I really want to give everybody attention. I really, I really want to give everybody attention. And this is like such a great, like, an introduction to the whole concept of IFS that like, if I'm going to give everybody attention, then I'm probably not going to be able to get out the, the, the ascites of IFS because I'm going to be busy you know, answering the question and giving attention. So I do want to take questions for clarification, but I want to try to get out bits and pieces of full information and then afterwards do the questions so that maybe if other people, first of all, your questions might get answered. Second of all, other people might not be on par because you're jumping, jumping the gun. So I want to like be able to invite everybody to ask the parts to, 
take a step back and just listen, and then like I'm gonna invite the questions as, as we go through, if that's okay. Um, the second thing that I wanna say is that, and I, like, I feel like it's like almost like sacrilegious not to start off with this, one of the biggest yesidas, and I think this is really important, in therapy as a whole, there's a lot of different opinions, a lot of different ways. IFS doesn't, not, it, it's not just a very big chiddush, but even the areas in therapy that were considered you know, normal, they have a language and they have a way of accessing things that other models weren't able to do. So when we right now begin any yeshiva, to just mention one of the biggest yesodes in IFS, which is not accepted in almost all psychotherapies, almost all, it's not accepted, is that we all have what they are calling in IFS a self, what we call, and I don't think that the neshama is limited to the qualities of self, but it's a neshama, and the Derech Hashem says it explicitly, that it's a part of us, I don't even think he calls it a part, I think it's like, he calls other things parts, I think it's, it's the essence of a person that can't get damaged. I think that there's like maybe one kind of scenario, it's like, it can't get damaged, there's an inner energy, an inner um, source that can't get damaged, and we're going to call it chelik alokai mimal, because it's a piece of Hashem that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us. The whole Yisrael of IFS is based on the idea that every single individual, no matter who you're talking to, no matter how damaged they are, no matter how damaged you think you are, under all of that, there is a pure, and that's why I, I just heard this, I wanted to say this, um, Everybody says things differently. So even if you hear something from me, you might hear it differently from somebody else. Somebody just sent me a, um, a shear. About, a bunch of people actually sent it to me because obviously I'm interested in it. Rabbi Yahweh Jacobs, right? Rabbi Yahweh Jacobs, has, Jacob's son, has an interview with Richard Schwartz, who is the... He, he says he's the discoverer of IFS because he says he didn't create anything. He just listened to people and he discovered the way that people were relating to him. So Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson has an hour and a half conversation with him. So even if you're hearing it from me, hear it from him. You'll hear it in a different way, especially besides for Rabbi Y.Y. I'm saying Richard Schwartz made the thing. So of course he's going to, it's, it's Kedai to listen to that. Um, but the, one of the things that they opened up with, Rabbi Y.Y. said that we say every morning, So it's like, it's like such a critical aspect of our own lives is this massive chiddush that IFS is trying to promote and with a lot of, um, uh, uh, what? Backlash. Backlash, yeah. People don't like it. People don't like it. There's an, an, a very famous, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, thing, something called attachment theory, which they believe that if a person was so damaged when they were growing up, if they didn't learn certain things, then they can't learn it unless they have another parenting figure that's going to teach it to them, whether it's a teacher, whether it's a therapist, whether it's somebody else. The whole yesoid in IFS is that there's an inner knowledge that is just covered over by different things that happen. So I just need to start off with that because it's so, it's so gishmak to like actually pay attention to like what we're saying every morning and that this is not something that we can take for granted. This is a huge chiddush and the whole entire IFS is surrounded by this. If you lose this, you say the Yiddishkeit, then you lose the entire IFS because the entire IFS is trying to help a person access that deeper place of himself in order to work out all of his other parts. So, um, that, deep, that self 
there are a few qualities, and this can be fun because I think a lot of people here, there are eight famous qualities of self. The reason why I say eight famous qualities is because once you talk about self, you can't limit it because it's self. It's this inner deep knowledge. How could you limit it to eight things? And they also all happen to start with C. So let's just see if we can name them. Anybody want to name a quality of self? Curiosity. Curiosity. Compassion. Compassion. Confidence. Come. I don't think I know all of them by heart, so... Uh, <laughs> Curiosity, calm, confidence. Clarity. Clarity. Calmness. We got calmness. Courageous. I don't know if that's different than confidence, but let's put it there anyways, because there's only... I don't remember them all. I can't, like, say them all at the top of my head. But the last one that... So it's funny. You know what it is? It's connectedness. The healthy version of codependence. That's geschmack. Okay. So that's the first yesayin. And I want to say, there's no way that we're going to get it all out tonight. Where this is, I don't think I need like, I'm sure the official will be happy if I do this again in a month from now. I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, next Sunday. just let's like, next, uh, next Sunday you have to come to the training. So we're, we're, we're not going to get everything out. So that's the self. So everybody has that. So now, first of all, I just want to ask, um, by a raise of hands, does it make anybody uncomfortable or does it make anybody feel like that might not be true, that there is, to each and every person, and anybody you're looking at, no matter how unhealthy you might think they are, no matter how unhealthy you think you are, that you don't need anybody to tell you what to do, unless you can't access this inner knowledge. But if you could access this, then you would know what you need to do. Is anybody here uncomfortable with that idea that it's all inside of you? You just need help accessing it. Okay, great. So we have the first side of IFS. That's the first side. Okay, so now what happens? So now we have something called what we like to call parts. Now parts is totally arbitrary. It's so, I don't mean to say this like I'm saying, like when I meet with people and they have a problem with the word parts, it's like I'm, I, nobody, there's no, you don't get extra money for using the word parts. You can use any word you want. You can use emotions, feelings, behaviors. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's just an easy way of knowing that it's not self. So parts is whatever you're going to call not self. So anytime that I'm feeling, and this I think maybe I'm going to get a little bit off track, but let's say a person is feeling curiosity, but the curiosity sounds like, why'd you do that? Right? That, that's not curiosity. Now, when we talk about self, we're not talking about anything more than genuine, authentic curiosity, which sounds more like, hmm. And you could fake that, by the way, but that's just... You know that the, why'd you do that, is definitely not it. And you know that the, hmm, is much closer to it. So, so the, whatever is not that is going to be parts. Behaviors, emotions, feelings, you name it. So now, how did these parts get here? Where did these parts come from? So the theory is, and this is why it's, it's interesting, because even though the attachment theory holds certain things, but there's a lot that basically, the way that, and, and again, I don't want to like, if anybody, like, there's a lot of Tamil Chamim here, so I'll be really excited to see, like, sources for these ideas, but, like, I'm not coming from a Torah perspective right now. I'm wearing my Torah glasses, so I'm not going to say anything that I believe is heresy, but I'm coming completely from secular knowledge right now. The IFS model was built by secular knowledge. So, what? Which came from Hashem, obviously, right. Thank you for mentioning that. Thank you, Hashem, that Vicky just mentioned that it comes from you. Okay, so now... So here we go. So now here's the parts. So you have a, a, um, a person that's growing up. Now when we grow up, our 
ability to respond effectively is majorly limited. Each and every one of us, no matter how great you think your childhood was, no matter how great you think that you are, the bottom line is, is that you are limited. And therefore, th scenarios could have came up where you actually did not have any way to respond to the situation that was actually a, what, what's the word, um, uh, a balanced or, or, or a, a long-term solution. So, for example, let's say um, um, a person, this is like one of these classic examples, a person is growing up in the house where there's a lot of fighting. So now there's a need of a child to know that the parents are in control, that he's getting taken care of, because the child doesn't have anybody else who's going to take care of him. So now he has to deal with the fact that the people who are taking care of him seem like they're out of control. So now, how can a person make sense out of that? How can a person make himself feel better about it? So one of the things that he can say is that that's being in control. Screaming your heads off at each other is a way of being in control. And that's great, because now, what am I not feeling? I'm not feeling that out-of-control feeling that I feel when I'm a little kid and I see my parents fighting. So now this guy turns into a 25-year-old, and he's got this crazy issue. He's got a part of him that every time you talk to him, every time something comes up, he starts screaming. And it's like, what, what's going on? What, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And it's like, what do you mean? What, what do you mean, why am I doing that? The guy cut me off. The guy took my thing. The guy da 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 da, -da. So now this guy has a behavior that has nothing to do with the present situation. Because the present situation is only a catalyst. It's a situation where he needs, to, he needs to do something to feel in control, but not because right now he's a young kid who doesn't, who doesn't um, have anything else and he needs to be in control. It's really okay if the guy cuts him off in traffic. It's really okay if his roommate takes his uh, sugar or something. But what happens is, and this is something really cool, and I want to talk about this a little bit, even though it's, there's so much to talk about, is that because the way that our brains are wired, the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it, is that there are connections, right? They have like a lot of studies on this and it's really interesting stuff. It's called neural pathways. So now, this person actually, even though he doesn't know it, is actually living through the eyes of this younger version of him. Because this younger version, for years and years, built up a very solid, helpful approach to life that when I feel out of control, how do I deal with it? By screaming at everybody. Because that's how I grew up. That's what my neural pathways are saying to me. So, yeah. So it could be I'm giving a bad example. So just like question it. This is something that would make sense to me. I, I, let's, let's. But I, I want to, let, let me see if I could just make, um, think of like a more classical example. Um, um, a person is, God forbid, being abused. And the way that he doesn't get abused is by being quiet. So he makes sure not to say anything. And that's how he protects himself. So as a child, he grows up, I sometimes get abused, but I know that as long as I stay under the radar, then I'm safe. And now this person grows up and he's a 30-year-old and everybody's walking all over him and he doesn't understand why. And he's a people pleaser and he just stays under the radar. Then the IFS lens is going to help him discover that because when he was younger, when his mind was literally developing, I don't, this isn't like evolution, this is like literally like, 
Like we can see a brain as it develops. As a child, it developed this very strong belief, these neural pathways, that the way that I protect myself, which again makes a lot of sense for a young child, but it doesn't make a lot of sense for a 30-year-old. And therefore, that extreme belief, because it's not anchored to anything really uh, uh, right now, it's anchored to what he experienced when he was little, to the degree that he's cut off from that experience, that part is just going to keep on doing it. It's going to keep on getting him into situations where he's people-pleasing, where everything goes under the radar, because he has a very, very strong neural pathway that tells him any time that you feel like something might not go um, safely for you, then this is your response. So now we have a part, the part we're gonna call the um, fly low part. That fly low part was created because he needed to exile that feeling of when he was growing up of needing to be abused because he needed to figure out a way to get away from that feeling. So now when you go, I hope I'm not going too fast. Maybe I should pause here. Let's pause for a second. I'm aware that there's a very strong part of me right now that wants to get like everything out. And it could be that that part of me right now is like pushing, pushing, you need to be, you need to make everybody understand they need to walk away. And I'm telling you this honestly right now, just, you know, we're here in Mrs. Sharon, so we'll be vulnerable. It needs you all to think that I'm this awesome teacher of IFS. You're an awesome teacher of IFS. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. No, that's good, that's good. So now, what, what, what I want to do is because I noticed uh, some intensity and I noticed I was speaking a little bit faster than I wanted to, I kind of wanted to slow down. It's like, wait a second, right now I'm being driven by a fear. I'm being driven by a fear that people aren't going to like me. So now I want to notice that part that is driving me right now and ask it if it can slow down a little bit. So that's what I'm going to do right now. And now I just want to see... Now that we've uh, had that experience together, thank you so much for holding space for that. Um, does anybody here want to start with the questions? Um, it's like it was so, so not enough time. So let, let's see. If, if there's any questions, don't feel, don't, if you have a part that needs to ask a question to like fill the space, you don't need to fill the space. I'm totally fine continuing, trying to elaborate more. There's a, a whole tons more. We're definitely not going to get to in eight minutes. But feel free to ask a question if you have a question. Yeah, Viggy, what's up? Okay, so I'm going to assume, I mean, based on the there are questions and comments, but I'm just maybe, are, are you familiar with ACA at all, the program? No. So I just, I just wanted to make a statement uh, that I think, like, it's so, it's so cool that I think ACA is, like, this, is like literally IFS. Great. It's very, very possible. Very possible. That's, like, the prayer that we do, like, except the people, like, Okay, great, thank you. So, so here we go. Here, oh, yeah, go ahead. Exile in English, I mean, it's just a great language. This is also something that Rabbi YY was very excited about. I thought about Rabbi Fisher because I remember in Mrs. Asharm when he was like, what? Like, that's what they call it? Like, that, Rav Simchabunim, you know? I don't know if it's Simchabunim, but I know you've always been saying Rav Simchabunim. Um, exile in English means, I, I think, actually forget about English. Exile in IFS means it's something that has been taken away. It's something that's been locked in the basement. 
It's something that I, I do not want to access in any way, shape, or form. Keep me away as much as you can from that. What? Exile means you are there. You're in that. Whatever exile is, you're in exile. It's not... Apart. Okay, apart. But that's what, right at the moment when you're feeling that, you are, right. you are in exile. Yeah, yeah. When, when you feel the exile coming up, that exile is flooding you. But we try our best not to get flooded by exiles. So we have this amazing system of parts that kind of inter, um, I forget the word, inter something with the world in order to make us not feel those exiles. So exiles are feeling you don't want to feel? Definitely, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's something that it doesn't even have to be anything like, it could be anger. It could be that I grew up in a house where anger was so unacceptable or so acceptable, depending on how your system interfaced with what was happening around you. And it made it that I am now never allowed to feel anger because of the neural pathways that were created as a child. So anger has become exiled. I cannot access anger. And you see this very often, by the way. This is like a... Well, so that person... <laughs> yeah. In, but that person might just be a people pleaser or whatever. Yeah. In order to make sure he doesn't feel... Anger, right. Anger. People pleaser, positive perspective. And yeah. Order, and so that feeling of anger is the exile? Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so that's what exile means, yeah. Is that um, satisfactory? I think so, yeah. Okay, what's your question? No. Okay, so great. So now, yeah. So, so just like to sum it up in two sentences... The, the reaction that we're having to a situation as a child when our brain is developing is normal, but the same reaction to have as an adult That's right. in the same or even different situation is not normal. That's right. And it's only there because of the reaction That's right. as a child. That's right. That's right. Very good. Very good. And that's why, that's why I think that this is really important because people, people use the word... Again, I don't know, uh, maybe I should check this out. I don't know what the Webster's de definition of trauma is, but in the therapy world, trauma doesn't have to mean that a person, God forbid, had his you know, arms blown off. Trauma means that I have a, I'm stuck in the past. So whatever that, whatever that behavior that I have right now, it's because there's a frozen part of me that's in the past, and that's how you beautifully said it, that the reaction back then could have been normal or could have been my only option, let's say, but it's not anymore like that, and the neural pathways are just that strong. That's why tapping into self can be such a powerful experience because that gives you the ability to ask the parts to take a step back, and then when you're coming from a place of self, you're not stuck in the past anymore because you're not blended with that part. So that's what I think. Yeah, Rabbi. What do you mean by self? So self is more than the eight qualities of curiosity. And, and it's, it's the way that I use the word self is that it's the inner knowledge that a person has on how to be in this world, period. It's the, or, it's the who's the, the, the orchestra guy? The conductor, right. He's the conductor of the orchestra. And that's why, is that, is that help? No, but okay. Um, it, I, I hear it. Okay, so I, I guess I have to try to define it a little better. It's hard to define. It's my problem. Okay, thank you so much. That's, you're seeing my part. Thank you so much. He noticed it. Thank you.
Um, yeah. So in a perfect world or in a perfect person, quote unquote, so there would just be the self or are there... Oh, great question. In a perfect person, I don't know if there's such a thing, but a perfect person would be harmonious with his parts. So all the parts exist? All the parts exist and I would just be in a healthy relationship with all the parts. So therefore I would use anger when anger is appropriate. Does everyone have all the parts? Everybody... Everybody has access to what they need. So I don't know if everybody, I think parts are limitless. Like, we're, like I said before, we can name parts, feelings, emotions, behaviors, it could be anything. Like I, I, I personally believe that somebody who's struggling with drinking, for example, when they tap into self, that self could bring them to an AA meeting. So it could be that they do need others in their life to help them, and that possibility will come through his being in touch with himself with that inner knowledge of knowing. Same way learning Tyra, right? Uh, you know, Avram Avinu got it from his kidneys, but I don't know anybody these days that can get it from his kidneys. So the, the tapping into self will give the person the ability to be able to know where to go. I just want to say something. Um, I have a very strong timekeeping part, so I do have to end. I really... Okay. Okay, so I, I would just say that I would just say, if anybody's concerned for my honor, don't be concerned for my honor. You can go do your thing. But um, I do want to be, especially because my wife is calling me right now. So just give me one second. Sorry, everybody. Definitely some parts coming up. Excuse me. Let's, let's see, let's see. Hi, um, um, how's it going? Okay. Um, I guess um, go to the side by the room. I'm just in front of the yeshiva now, so I'm going to be out there in just a few minutes, okay? I'm, I'm speaking in front of the yeshiva now. Um, next to the little room. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Okay. That also, I, there's no way I would ever pick up the phone to speak to my wife in the middle of a shir if I didn't have Rabbi Fisher as a guide. So thank you. Nice. That's really... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so, so, let's, so, right, so let's just put this out there. This is very much, it's Gavaldic because it's, see this, ha when, when, you're in, when you're in the therapy room, so you're very conscious of the time, you don't want to leave your client like, you know, off on a, so you're like conscious of closing up, but here it's like, okay, whatever, for bring. But I'm realizing now, like I need to give time to close up. So Baruch Hashem, we have five minutes now. So we're going to try to close up. So um, I'm not going to continue um, being Mechadish. Okay. So let's try our best. You said parts are not self. That's right. So parts, you said, are methods of not feel the exile feelings? Oh, so great question. No. Parts, the reason why parts are not in harmony with the system is because they're trying so hard not to feel the feelings. But parts are emotions, behaviors, and feelings. We all want our emotions, behaviors, and feelings. We just don't want them to be extreme. We don't want them to be, we don't want them to be fear-based that the reason why I'm doing this right now is because I'm afraid of whatever happened in the past and whatever I felt. So an angry part is very important. What we're discussing right now is a burdened angry part. It's a part that's holding trauma from the past. A, a burden, an unburdened angry part will be anybody's anger in appropriate times when it's appropriate to get angry. Anger, let's say, is that exiled. If anger gets exiled, right, so then how could the part 
how could the part... Right, it, 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 it's two different discussions. Okay. An exile is a part as well. An exile is called a part, and therefore you can have anger that is exiled, and you could have anger that protects an exile. Because I didn't, I didn't, I, I did not um, do justice to that. The, the, the word in IFS that we call parts that are burdened are called protectors because they're protecting us from the exiles. Now, depending on the emotion, depending on the person's system, so a person could grow up in a way where sadness gets exiled, and therefore he does everything not to feel sadness. So he has a very happy part that always focuses on the positive and doesn't... Protector? That would be the protector, protector? right? The, the that would be protecting feeling sadness, right? Exactly. And a person could also have an uh, angry protector that doesn't want him to feel sad. So anytime somebody kind of does something that makes him reminds him about sadness, so that angry protector will come out and get really angry at everybody. So I, I, I think that it's like, um, it's like something that it like needs to be like uh, clarified, like you said, like there could be an exile of anger and there could be a protector of anger, depending on the system, depending on what the person's experiences were. Okay, one sec, yeah, go, yes sir. I, I love that question, and there's no, it's not possible. I, I'm, I'm so happy that you brought it up. The second stage of how we get our parts in harmony, we are going to have to speak about at a different, uh, a different what's it called, oh, 45 minutes a week, nice. I, I do have an a, 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 a idea of making an IFS group, but that's something else. Yeah, Viggy, Viggy's going to, yeah, wrap us up, Viggy. Okay, so, like, these, all these parts that are not us, if we did, like, Jose, I think, asked a question, like, if, if everything was, like, a perfect world, and we'd be in harmony, and everything would be, like, we'd be healthy with all our parts working. Balanced. Well, right? So, but, like, the, in a perfect world, if we didn't have these experiences that caused different parts of us to be exiled and different, all these different things. Then you would just, you would have, would you would have seen healthy anger. You would have seen healthy anger. You would have seen healthy sadness. How would we have a personality? You would have a, per, a balanced personality. How would we have a personality at all? If didn't have because if, if you grew up, for example, around, let's say, Moshe Rabbeinu, then your personality would have a lot to do with Moshe Rabbeinu. We don't grow up around Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore our personalities have a lot to do with not Moshe Rabbeinu. For sure, exactly. So if you go, the more balanced the people are around you, which is why Rabbi Fisher always says this, the best thing that you could do for your kids is have a great marriage. The more balanced you are in your life, the better off your kids are going to be. The less extreme their protectors are going to need to be. Whenever the child learns from the parent, gets from, from their, their parent, and that's what they'll be, that's what they'll be. Now, well, or, or if they didn't have a parent, they'd be a robot. So, you mean, because they wouldn't have anything to learn from. I'm saying okay. that perfect world, meaning, yes, there are perfect, with experiences. I'm saying you have to have experience that forms your parts and how they, like, that's right. the world. So, a perfect, meaning a healthy, very beautiful uh, parent that takes care of. That's right, right. Which is not Olam Hazeh, which is not what God created. Okay, thank you,